Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible most of the time, and stopping fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. And howdy, hi, hey, what is happening? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast with your favorite personal stylist, Holly Cates of Holly Cates Styling. I have my celebrity stylist, my best gay, my fairy gay mother, my right-hand man, my whatever else I've called Nolan in the past. Um, he is here with me today. Noli, all I know is that this guest your bestie that's here with us today, let's be honest, she's pretty busy, so she was hard to get. So all ears, I hope everyone is listening. How much of a BFD is she? I'm very excited. But first, can I get that intro on like a pillow or something or like on my wall? I really like that. I mean, B with a capital B, F, D, my friends, B, F, D. Well, so today I have somebody, I call her jack of all trades because she's one of those people that I can be like, oh, I have a question about law. And she'd be like, oh, by the way, here's the law. Like, she's that brilliant. So I have Jennifer Hazard with us who has ranged her career from fashion to lifestyle, hospitality, food, well, I guess that's hospitality, and is now a life coach and also working on her own special book and podcast. So she's sort of a jack of all trades. So hi, Jennifer. Hi, everybody. Jennifer! Hi. Oh my God. Thank Hi. you. Thank you for being with us. You are hard to get. I'm not going to lie. You're hard to get. I, you have a lot of people to go through. Uh, it's very true. You know, we have, uh, we're, we're always busy. We're always hustling over here in New York. I mean, Dorita was like, um, I'll try to pencil you in. That's her dog, by the way. Doris, the queen. We've actually, <laughs> we've had Florasaurus. Full, full disclosure, we've had um, a couple very fun wine afternoons in Central Park with Doris. It's lovely. What kind of dog is she? She's a shih pose. She shits and she poos. Oh, I love that for her. Oh my gosh, she's so functional. And I would say Nolan, our, my favorite hang though was when at, we were at my apartment and I was like making you margaritas with like frozen lime juice and like passion fruit. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and I sat there, I showed up. It was so funny. I showed up I feel like an hour or something earlier than I was supposed to. <laughs> and I just like, literally, I kicked my shoes off and within five minutes, I had my feet up on the couch and a margarita in my hand. It was like spilling my guts. It was really lovely. <laughs> it was I mean, really. Is that really that unusual? I'm Actually, I mean, no, let's be honest. It's not like not for Nolan. <laughs> not for me. Not for me. But like Jennifer's the only one who tolerates it. So it's really refreshing. She'll be like, okay, well, here's how you should think of that. I'm like, thank you. Instead of someone who just says, eh, get over it. Can I just ask the question of how Nolan picked you up or did he corner you in the bathroom and say, we're going to be friends whether you like it or not? What was, what's the story there? I honestly, I was like, Nolan probably could tell the story better, but um, it was during fashion week. What? I was like, it was like two, what was it? Was it 2018, 2017? It was maybe week? 2000. Let me see. So I feel like there was one fashion week where I met you, but like we didn't like, hang out. And then the next one I got to know you better. And that's when we like, you like joined the hag squad and like, <laughs> So I, I think it was probably like maybe like February 18 or something. That was probably it. And I saw Jennifer every day at the shows because she's a lady in charge there and she sort of runs everything. And I have a very, um, let's just say, inappropriate at times and dark sense of humor. And she was the only person who like would get my jokes and like the elevator or whatever. And it's like funny. And everybody else would be like, okay, should we like have like a 48 hour psychiatric hold? Like what's <laughs> happening? And so we just got to talking and she was always so lovely to me that I was like, listen, we're going to be friends. I don't know if you know it yet or not, but we're going to be friends. So we might as well get this going now. Hey, let's just get it over with. Right. So, all right, well, good. And then y'all have been besties ever since. I met Jennifer because Nolan said, oh my God, I got, I got a girl on the inside. I got someone on the inside. And um, Jennifer was always great. And she was like, move up, move up in the show. She's always like, go to the next row, take the next seat. So she always was really great to us during the shows. Anyway, you're like the White House press secretary kind of there. You're just like, you are the, you are the lady in charge. Right. I was like guiding everybody. You're like, come in. 
And if you're cool, then it's you're cool. And that's it. And then we're going to like hook you up. But if you're one of those crazy, like greedy people are just like trying to bump your way up, even though you're like, no, we know that you're fourth row. But, you know, if you're <laughs> Bitch, cool, calm down. Then, like, yeah, like, <laughs> and I would like, and I think you definitely see me being like, no, you need to move back. And then I, you know, I swoop up a friend and be like, you or like, who's cute? Who's dressing well? My favorite story of Nolan, though, is um, when the Fern Malice story, when it had just happened that Fern had, was like denied and was like standing in standing room. And I forget what show it was, but Nolan actually gave up his seat for Fern. And like, I was already friends with Nolan, but there were everybody else on my team. They're like, all right, Nolan's cool. Nolan's cool. And I was just like, I've been telling you that forever. Well, it was like, it, well, it was very dramatic. So it was one of those moments where. Can I just say disclaimer? Can you just say who Fern Malice is? Okay. Please? So for people who don't know, Fern Malice was the um, executive director of the CFDA. Which is? Which is the Council of the Fashion Designers of America. Okay. Um, and uh, she created New York Fashion Week into what it is today, like the shows. And then after she left the CFDA, she was, I think, the chairwoman or something major at IMG, the modeling company that owns the official shows at New York Fashion Week. So she was responsible for making them what they are today. So she's a very big deal. It's like a, she's a fashion god in New York. She's like Oprah, but like fashion. And so... Every, she always has a seat at every show in the front row. But if you're late to a show or whatever, they'll give your seat away because they, they can't have an empty seat in the front row for when the show starts. So it was Nicole Miller. And one of my friends and her sister um, are very, very important influencers. And of course, they have front row at everything and they couldn't go. So they gave my friend and I their tickets and said, will you please go to this so that our tickets don't go to waste? Like, we need you to send us the content. I said, sure, not a problem. So we go there. And of course, we're in the front row. We're in the best section, of course. And... The show is about to start. I get up to run to the bathroom and the PR woman from Nicole Miller is like, that's not your seat. I said, edge. actually, yes, no, it is. No, she didn't. She did. I said, actually, I said, actually, I said, no, it's not. It's my friend's name. I said, and she's not coming because it was the same time as, I don't, I don't know if it was Coach or like Rodarte. It was the same time as a big show. I said, because she's at that one. So I'm, you got me. So I went to the bathroom and I came back and I'm sitting in my seat and the lights dim, which means like the show is about to start and the door opens and Fern walks in and is like standing there because they gave her seat away. And I'm like, oh shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, literally, we gave her seat away. Like when I say like 15 seconds, Damn. they were like, clear the runway. We're about to fill in these seats and we're like, okay, go. And as I'm walking back towards like the wall of photographers, in pops fern and like i probably had the like oh fuck face right we just i literally just filled everything and nolan by the grace of god just was like i got you boo because i I was was directly across from the door so i could see the door when it opened i saw who it was and i just i don't even really think i thought about it i just jumped up and said fern here take my seat and she took mine and i like stood in the back and i was fine with it like i didn't care that much but jennifer's face (laughs) we'll never forget it she goes like she mouths Thank you. Thank like, you. Nolan, you're such a giver. I was like, snaps to Nolan on that. I, and I was already, I had already become friends with Nolan, I at least knew who he was. And like, he was always at every single show and always was front row or like around there. And so I always like knew and like could spot him being like, okay, this is like, there he is, you know, there, there's my boo. Got it. All of this. I mean, he's hard to miss. Let's be honest. He, he's you know, I, know. I was like, now that he's pinned thin, though, I'm going to be like, where did Nolan go? Oh, wait till I'm going to have to wear more color. I have to wear more color. Wait till you like, see oh. his skinny legend life. Wait till you see. Oh, it's insane. But I was like, okay. So I, it, it just, again, it was just magical. And the fact that like he did it and all of his stuff when he, it was just, it, it solidified everyone on my team to be like, all right, Nolan's cool. Like That's and, so like, great. I feel like you'd get crap. Cause like, again, I, I'm very social. So I'd be like, I know you're trying to do your job, but sit and talk to me for a second. Exactly. And I'd be like, yeah, screw these people. I don't want to talk to these photographers. Like let them take their photos uh, <laughs> or whatever. Like nobody was, you know, who so-and-so they already got their shots, whatever, whatever it might be. And like, I have people in my ear being like, Jen, stop talking to Nolan. You come up, come <laughs> over here. Because we have our little walkie talkies and everything going on, or we have like, you know, so and so's about to come in, or we have everything happening in our ears. I think everyone says that, my husband included. Can you get off the phone and stop talking to Nolan? That would be amazing. And I was was talking to one of my sisters last night, and she's like, I don't know Nolan, but he's now in my life. I forgot to tell you that she told me that. But okay, Jennifer, walk us through the beginning of your fashion career. I was like, oh, dun, dun, dun. Uh, fashion career started when I actually was a senior in college. And this is like dating myself a little bit. 
it was, let's see, like we're going to say 2004. I was in my senior year of college and I loved fashion and I kind of was like, all right, let me do something involved with this. And I actually applied for a job at Nordstrom's at South Coast Plaza in Southern California to be their assistant event marketing coordinator. Within a week, my boss quit and they're like, well, Jennifer can do it. Mind you, this is like their flagship store um, and they host the most events. Sorry, what's the town in California? It's in Orange County. It's in Orange County. Um, oh, okay. It's South Coast Plaza. It's like the town of Costa Mesa, Newport Beach, yeah. Got the it. OC. It's like the, I'm trying to explain, it's almost like the, what's the one in, um, it's like the legendary mall of like California. Everybody gotcha. knows South Coast Plaza. It's like it's, one in, in um, what is it, Coral Gables or whatever it is. I forget what it's called in Miami, but. It's a very, it's like, ooh, the very posh place that has like all the fancy designers. Um, yeah. <laughs> Did you know anything about fashion before you worked at Nordstrom? Besides like liking clothes. And no, like, okay. No, no. Awesome. Um, but so I, literally a week within the job, my boss quit and they're like, Jennifer can do this. And so on the first six months of me working there, I did 150 events and events that would be like. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and this is still while I was a senior in college. Don't ask me. I was working like 70 plus hours a week. And, but my fashion sense was like on Punto. Uh, I was like, I look good every day. This is when the lamb launched to give you an idea of how long ago this was, but we did a big event with Gwen Stefani and like an in-person like dinner with Gwen Stefani at Nordstrom. Nolan, you weren't born yet, but I used to love her line. I mean, I love know, it. Lamb. I was alive. I was just in <laughs> grade school. Diapers. <laughs> you were in diapers. Okay, continue. And we did a, a luncheon, like a, we, before the store even opened, like a little brunch moment with um, Donna Karen. We did an after the store closed dinner with Zach Poson. We did like crazy, crazy events that I was pretty much in charge of from top to bottom and did these really cool events. And I, here I was this 21 year old that was just like, all right, here we go. And I became a, a fashion snob because I would go behind, I wouldn't even go on the floor. I would just go behind the racks and pull all of the clothes that I liked and try them on in my office and then be like, like go downstairs and just pay for them. Or nice. I would go to the, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of amazing. I'd be like, I, I would walk in and be like, I don't like my shoes with this outfit. And so it I would go. Sounds like heaven. <laughs> and we'd go to the like designer shoes department and I'd be like buying, you know, $400 fucking pairs of shoes, like nobody's business and just being like, here, give me my discount. So it's when I acquired a lot of my like Jimmy Choo's and Louboutins and my limited edition Dolce Gabbana bags and all of these things was during that period. And I was only there for eight months because I was, was like, what am I doing with myself? So I'm like working all the time. And you know, this, is this what life's about? So I left there and I moved, <laughs> I moved to Spain. I came back and then I started working in, um, I ran out of all the money I made. Uh, and then I started working in the wholesale side of the fashion industry, working uh, with the designers and stores, started doing that um, out in LA, and then was able to transfer companies and move out into to New York. Because if you're in fashion, you just want to be in New York anyways. Like the LA scene is way different. But so I was working out here. And then it was pretty much at like 2007, 2008, we saw, you started to see the decline of the fashion industry just because you, the economy was tanking and you saw it happening. So I jumped out and I started working in hospitality and started working at the standard and um, as a concierge and doing all of that kind of stuff. And then as my, you know, professional life has progressed, it's been everything kind of, I always dip back into fashion. And I was actually told by um, uh, like a star chart reader that in my past life, my most recent past life, that I was a seamstress, an Italian woman, and I was a seamstress, and I was happily married, but very promiscuous. Hmm. So my desire and my interest in fashion is correlated with my past life of being this seamstress. I just learned something about you. Okay, That's so then. interesting. Wow. Oh, I was like, all of this makes sense. When all of this telling- makes sense now. It's very specific though. I kind of like that. Yeah. I know. It was really good. amazing. It was a girl. It's a girl, Rebecca or something. And she's the girl that does like all the housewives in Beverly Hills. And like, she's been on like all of those shows. She's like really good, but um, it's crazy. She'll tell you some crazy things about yourself that you're like, well, so you're in hospitality was in hospitality. And then again, like, it's just, 
anybody that works in hospitality can attest to it. The fact that it's just not sustainable, um, working a bazillion hours and doing all of that stuff. We had a lot of fun. Um, so everything from being a concierge at the standard in meatpacking when they first opened up and, you know, hosting the, the New York food and wine festivals and getting to meet all of these chefs. And my speciality was restaurants and nightlife. And so, you know, I worked side by side with my friend, Kevin, who actually now, well, he used to work with Oscar de la Renta and Jason Wu and does the textiles and creates fabrics and things like that for them. But he always did the shopping and fashion and knew all of that. And then me and him would just be like, blah, 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 having our little moments. And then from the standard to deep into restaurants and, you know, more hotels and different things like that to Soho House. And again, working at Soho House, like you have. Can you explain what that is? Soho House is a members only club that started out in London and now has private clubs, membership clubs all over the world. And I worked at the meatpacking location. I opened up the Lower East Side location and I also helped open up the Dumbo location here in New York. And what is the what's the perks of being a member? The perks is, well, it is very celebrity kind of driven and for more of the creative people. So, and there's like no cell phones and no cameras and all of that kind of stuff. So you feel very private and it's very, what happens at Soho House stays at Soho House because there is no film or cameras, you know, and I've had a, you know, people were trying to take photos of like Miley Cyrus and I've had to jump into photos and do different things like that to crazy, insane Halloween parties and is it true that they'll take your phone? Because I've been at, like, I've been at, you know, it's one of my favorite places to go. And luckily I have several friends who are members, so I don't need to be one. Thank God. So much fun. Love that perk for me. But like the coasters say like no photos, whatever. Yeah. But I have two things. One, someone told me once, like they will take or confiscate your phone or they'll ask you to leave. Yeah. Or two, there was also somebody who said like the reason that rule started was because of, I think it was like Ronaldo or something. I don't even know if that was a true story or not, but apparently there was someone who like was taking a family photo or whatever, and he was in a compromising position or something. I don't know. I heard this story. I don't know if it was true or not. There's a lot of compromising positions that happen there. I've seen them firsthand. It's a great place to have an affair. I've seen them firsthand. I'll be, <laughs> yeah. like, I'll be like, I've seen you uptown near my apartment with your wife. That is not her. That your your hand is up someone's skirt and it's not your wife. Like I can, I like I know who your wife is. Like <laughs> Nolan's like, I know I'm pretty gay, but I know a hetero move when I see one. Okay, I see you putting your hand up somebody's skirt. And well, I'll, I'll say this: there, there's no more scandalous day at Soho House than Pride. Pride is like, oh, I'm sure that pool is like a cest pool. Oh, it's <laughs> like there's so much semen and uh, condoms and and, I, uh, and you're so you're wasted face. So who gives a shit? And you're just you don't care. And your people you're throwing in and all of this kind of stuff. And you, you do have celebrity like Sam Smith and Kelly Osborne were there one year and like yeah, like and Sam you to drain the pool the day afterwards. Yes. I love Kelly Osborne. Love her. You work there. You know all the back routes. So you can end up like on the roof and you're looking down. And I have some, ama- I have amazing videos and stuff because what, a, you know, ooh, I was like doing the illegal things, taking videos and photos. That could be a coffee table book someday inside Soho House. <laughs> oh, it's, the, again, the true. stories were just crazy. And like you, I would watch two men like literally having sex and I'd be like, this is great. I mean, like I haven't witnessed that much, but like I've been there enough times where like, you know, I've seen the affairs. I've seen the like, I'm using the word heavy petting lightly, like, you know, but there's something so fabulous about places like that. Like I, I love me some Soho house because like, I was like, the food doesn't suck, which is lovely too, because like a lot of like members only clubs, like the food kinds like sometimes sucks. Like I went to Norwood once and it was just for me, the food was not that good. No. And like Soho house's food is consistently delicious. I mean, like I am a meatpacking, like I feel like in New York, you either like you have your spot if you like go to Soho House. Mine is meatpacking because Lower East Side, I'm not cool enough to be down there. Like I'm a nine-year-old woman. I'm like, guys, like put down the lines and let's play a board game. Like no more Coke, like let's play checkers. No, like, isn't it loud in here? I'm like, exactly. <laughs> my one my one experience at Ludlow, at Ludlow House in the Lower East Side was like when they had like a fashion week party there. And afterwards I was with my friend and we went upstairs and had dinner and it was like good, but it was packed, so packed that it was uncomfortable. I like the meatpacking one because it's a little bit quieter, I feel like. it's. It depends on the day, honestly. It, it always depended on the day. And like, if it was night, if it was during the day, what time of year was it? Um, but they always had like the best events. So like Halloween, another, you know, when, when people would go full out in costume and they would decorate the house from top to bottom and have different DJ sets and have different people coming in. And it was so much, again, even just 
like the costuming and like what how involved people would get to come to these parties and it was just so much fun and like same thing with pride same thing like new year's eve always people would turn up and it would just be a really really amazing time but working 16 hours a day making chump change like will kill anybody (laughs) like will kill anybody still (laughs) do you have any like outfits good or bad like that stick out from your time there or like people that would always show up either terribly dressed or amazingly dressed. Yeah. Do you have any fashion crime reports? Oh, 1 trillion percent. Um, and it's funny because it was like the people, it was never the, the member. It's always the guests of the member. Oh and yeah. You're like, you know, you're like, you do not belong here. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and you could tell uh, like they were almost like giddy to be there and you're like, okay, well, it's not that big of a deal. Like it's a Tuesday night. Like there's nothing you going on. always tell someone's first time. Yeah. And you're like, there's nothing going on. It's just a Tuesday. Like, why are you like, Ooh, but it was always the guests and they, from them trying to approach people, um, to people showing up at the pool, you know, I'm, you know, rock your body, whatever you feel comfortable with. But sometimes you're just like, you shouldn't be wearing that bathing suit. Mm. Is there an age limit on that bathing suit? Because I think it doesn't apply to your age group. Just saying. Yeah. Age group, size, whatever. And just, or like, if you're going to wear certain bathing suits, like maybe grooming is a good thing that you should check into. <laughs> That's really well, unfortunate. Yeah. That's unfortunate. You cannot unsee that. Sorry. And I, I love an 80s bush. Go for it. <laughs> but these high-waisted bathing suits, like the, the 80s style bathing suits that just like go up to your like hoo-ha. Yeah. I'm like, you need to trim it. Oy, oy, oy. Or, and if it's just like, she's not the right size for the bathing suit and she's got things coming out, you're just kind of like, all right. Overdressed. Because I've seen people overdress there a million times. Like my favorite are the ones who like show up practically in like gowns. And I was like, girl, it was after, actually, I will never forget. It was the Hudson Yards opening. We went after the Hudson Yards, this huge party for Hudson Yards. I was supposed to come to you to that that Hudson Yards party. I remember that. Oh my God. It was so much fun. It was the best. And I ended up going with our friend Chloe. And then we met some other friends there. And afterwards we went to Soho House Meatpacking. And there were people there in like full on gowns. And I was like, I think it was a Thursday. I'm like, it's a Thursday. There are no charity events tonight because Hudson Yards was opening and nobody at Hudson Yards was wearing a gown. So like you were clearly not somewhere important. Like what, like, did you put this gown on? Like, and they clearly were someone's guests. Well, I think also people would wear like the raw, like again, the wrong shoes or like, if you're going by the pool, you do need to wear sky high stilettos because I just watch girls fall left and right and like be wasted (gasps) face and eat shit. And it's kind of funny. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to lie. Uh, you, you're concerned for them, but like, you just, you can see it happening in slow-mo or if a girl's like the guy's the member and she's trying to be all sexy. And again, like the hand up the skirt, you're like literally watching somebody get finger banged and, uh, uh. and like on the couch and you're just like, yeah, like just crazy things. And then again, like from, you know, I've done, I've worked with a lot of different celebrities and different things like that. So it was just, it's just crazy that the, the things that one people will wear, the inappropriateness of it all, like, and it's just, um, in a way it's kind of sad because you're like, you're really trying really hard instead of just like owning and like being who you are. Like you're right. trying to fit this like prototype right. of what you think is, looks good, but like you look like shit. So you need to go. <laughs> you're trying to be Rihanna, bitch, calm down. Cause you're not. Well, my first three times there, I was like very, I don't know. I felt very fancy. And then after that, I'm just like, it's just a place to hang out where like there aren't a ton of terribly dressed people. There are usually a couple, but like for me, it's just night. Like I like that it's peaceful and it's quiet. It's not super loud. The food's good. Like, but the first three times you go, like, I get it. It's really, you feel, you feel very important. You really yeah. do. And you're kind of like looking for who's there. Oh yeah. Always. Like all time, when I worked at the standard, we had Robin. Um, yes, Robin. Oh, amazing um stay with us and she went out for a jog bitch i'm telling you she went out in like a uh silver puffy <laughs> moment and like you were like this like you think she was gonna go to space and like or go on stage <laughs> and she had all of her earrings in that were dangle dangle and she was going for a run and like it's a lot for a tuesday I, morning i swear <laughs> it was the, it was the best thing ever because all of us were upset like all of us that worked at the front desk were obsessed with her Anytime she would grace us with her presence or ask, and she's like, hello, you know, she's very soft spoken. And we were just like, I'm in love with you. And so she went out for a run in this phenomenal outfit. 
And then she came back and she's just like, yeah, that was my, my little, you know, like my little jogging outfit. And I was like, oh my God, I love you. What are your other, like, I know you've told me some stories. I don't know how many you can repeat, but what are your other like favorite fashion stories or, you know, funny celebrity run-ins from your days at the standard? I told you the one where they were, it was a crazy, that was a crazy night. It was really early on when we opened up the standard and it was, it was winter time and we were having an event for Madonna on the third floor and all of these celebrities were coming in, but they didn't, we didn't want to have to take them into the hotel to go up the elevator because of just like the guest interaction, all of this stuff, it was just going to be too much. So. And these are like A-list people. Oh my, yeah. We're talking like, hello, it's Madonna. Like, and like anybody that was anybody was coming to this party, but they had them climb up the stairs, like the outside, like we're talking right next to the high line. And so you have people climbing three flights of stairs in ball gowns. And oh, yeah, 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 that's obnoxious. Daphne Guinness had the Nina Ritchie shoe that like had no heel that just is like on the toes. And watching her climb up three flights of stairs in these shoes, I was like, how is she doing this? This is like magic. Um, <laughs> and Andre Andre Balaz was dating Daphne Guinness at the time. And I was like, I can't believe. Now that's a power couple. Her family owns Guinness and she's like one of the most fashionable women in the world. And he owns all the best hotels in the world. Yeah. And this is before he dated Chelsea Handler. This is like right before he dated her. And like, this was like a crazy... Thing, but I was like laughing because I was like, here you have Daphne Guinness, you have Andre Balazs, you have the owner of the hotel, you all of these people climbing up these stairs in the dead of winter, right next that to the That has to be a safety weird. hazard. It was kind of weird. And then Madonna, of course, did not take the stairs. Madonna came in and took the elevator. <laughs> and I was in, the, I had an escorter up in the elevator and I was just like, what do you say to Madonna? And like, I what's literally, up, Madge? I was <laughs> did like, you say anything to her? Oh, I said, I liked her. I was like, I like your shoes. <laughs> I sat, I used to take Kabbalah classes at the Kabbalah Center, and she was really into Kabbalah like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and she came and sat right in front of me because she used to come to all the meetings. So that's that was my Madonna sighting. Yeah. I was like, what do you say to Madonna? I've met five presidents, and I was, I was like- What? Yeah, you like, have? Yes. Okay. All right. So wait. So now you're at the Soho House. Then when do you start working for IMG? I started working with IMG after I got up out of hospital after I was like, I need to do something else. And then my friend was working for IMG and they used to all work for people's revolution back in the day with Kelly Catrone. And that's how I met them back in like 2007. Um, and so we always just had been friends and they were like, Hey, do you want to come and do celebrity handling and media relations for IMG during fashion week? And I was like, yeah, sure. Because again, like for me, I'm like, eh, it's a celebrity. Who cares? You know, I'm not starstruck by it unless it's Madonna. Or at the time it was Anthony Bourdain. I was like, I don't know what to say to him. I'm like, Bleh. but they, you know, so that's how I kind of got into it. And some of like, I've had so many great times. You work my very first fashion week in the, in seven days, I worked 96 hours. Oh my um, God. It's, we put in a lot of time and it's just like the, the days. And that's why you're like, what show was that? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> what day was that? <laughs> and like, you start ticking off on your little lanyard thing with all your shows on it you start ticking off the the days and the and the shows and you're just like huh it all just blurs together because you just go to so many um and I think that first one I think I went to 47 shows wow again so it all blurs together but you the big shows were you know Jeremy Scott the blondes always the most fun always 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 a good time one of my favorites that first season um and September's always better than February in my opinion because I agree with you Everybody comes out for September. People don't like yeah. to exactly. have in the cold. Everybody's and in like Palm Beach or whatever. Yeah, February, you either have, you have like the award shows and every, you're competing with a lot of different things. Oh yeah, the Grammys and the Oscar. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the September is when everybody shows up. And one of my favorites from that was, um, this was before Lizzo became Lizzo. I knew some of her music from before, but she was coming to the Jeremy Scott show and I had to go get her from downstairs. And so I'm up in the elevator, you know, taking her up to the elevator and you've all been in the elevator. It's like, six, you know, it's like the yeah. slowest movie thing ever. Yeah. And we were, she just starts like pounding, like dun, 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 pounding on the wall. And we're like, love in the elevator. <laughs> and she's just like singing and like being her, like her true self. And you're just like, I fucking love you. So you had a moment singing with Lizzo in an elevator. Okay. I think I she is my big, one of my biggest girl crushes of all time. I love who she is. I love who she stands for. I love how she dresses. I love the way she looks. I love that she is so unapologetic. Exactly. I, I just, 
I dig her. I dig her vibe. I dig her soul. I just ask Jennifer next time you can hang out with them. Oh, she's amazing. We were hugging. By the end of the show, she's just like, that's my girl. Like, and I'm like, yes. And then that was the show. So in the front row, they had it all set up really weird, actually. So like the major, like the big celebrities for that show were literally smack dab right in front. It wasn't like on the sides how it normally is. It literally was just like, here's the row of photographers and boom, here's all the celebrities. And it was like Erica Jane, Paris and Nikki Hilton, Lisa Renna, you know, a couple of other people were right there. But that's when, like, I think uh, Gigi was walking in the show. Kaya was walking in the show. I remember the one you were talking about. This was that what was that the first season you did it? It was because <sighs> I think I rem- I didn't I didn't go to it. But I think I remember seeing the stories from that show because I think it was the same night. It was on a Friday night. It was the same night as um, the Harper's Bazaar party. Yes. The icon party, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah, I'm like, it was either that or the blondes. I don't, again, again, it's all very confusing to me on days and times that I'm like, I don't know, but I will never forget this. We were hold, so Paris and Nikki come in, they do all their photo ops. And it was weird because like, here's these celebrities and literally just like the photographers are right there. And I was like, this is so weird. This has to be just so uncomfortable that here, like you can't even do anything. And I remember Erica Jane had this amazing puffy, like beautiful fur, white coat and her long blonde hair and just glasses so i was like she was like the only one i felt like felt somewhat decent so she wasn't so in their face with the photographers and paris and nikki sat down next to erica jane and paris had like uh i'm not doing this moment and so they got up and her assistant who like i had seen throughout the shows and i was just like hey like we're now holding the show for paris and nikki to come back and he's like oh no they left Oh, I was like, are you fucking kidding? And I was like, okay. So then you're again, you're like on the walkies trying to do this, but they were just like, no, we don't like our seats. So we're leaving. And so I was just like telling like, I was like, spread your legs. (laughs) Like spread your legs. Uh, (laughs) That's funny. And so she's like, oh, great. I get to spread out. I'm like, yeah, you do you girl. Like, here you go. So she's got space for her and her coat. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Cause I was like, she was, they were encroaching on one another. But then I forgot what other Jeremy Scott show when, um, which was absolutely, it was insane because he was having lesser known people walk in the show, but then everybody, all of his favorite models were coming to support. So like Gigi came to sit in the show and which that never happens, which never happens. And Heidi Klum was, she had just gotten married to her new husband was sitting in the show and all of this kind of stuff. And we had to barricade off like this one area from all the photographers and all like the basic bitches that were like riser only. And like, I have a blog and we're like, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. If you're not getting images, leave now. Yeah. And so I felt like I got impregnated by like the New York times (laughs) photographer guy, because you're just like, like you're just enwrapped and unraveled like octopus style with all of these photographers. Yeah. And you get to know who like the Reuters and women's wear daily. And you know, you know who all of these people are. So you're just like, whatever. And you're like bobbing and weaving the camera crews. So you don't like get decapitated and like BB Rexa and all of these people were there. Would you agree, Jennifer, that they have a really, really, really hard job? Oh, 1 trillion percent. I would never, ever want to be a photographer at Fashion Week. I don't care how big or so. I mean, it just sounds like really, really difficult work. It's a lot of hours and you're fighting for a lot. It's like, it is like a fight thing. You're like fighting licking, like the riser position. Yes. Yeah. You're like licking the floor. You're laying on the floor. Oh, those poor ones who are literally like yes. prone I mean, on the ground. Trying so hard. And if you're a fat person, you cannot be a photographer at Fashion Week. I'm sorry. You have to fit into the tiniest spaces because yeah. everyone is so squished together. It's, it's like 37 or 50 people in the tightest space. It just looks terrible. I feel, I feel. They get mean and they get feisty. And there's some people that we, that will get crazy. And then like, I love it when they, like so many of the photographers <laughs> and they will just in the risers will yell like, Uncross your legs, uncross your legs and bring your phones in. That's what they say before every show. They're so annoying too. Cause I remember one show again, I was much chunkier than I couldn't cross my legs. Like my legs were not crossed. (laughs) My legs were not in the fucking runway. Okay. And he comes up this guy afterwards. He was tall, skinny in his fifties. I will never forget him. He had gray, short gray hair. And he comes up to me. He's like, your phone is in all my images. I tried to get up and walk away and he blocked my path. And I was like, what I said, I, I actually said, I said, what the fuck is do you want me to do about it? Yes. 
Well, oh, that's I, a, that, I know exactly who you're talking about. And that guy's a dick. I don't know if he's that. I, yeah. I don't know if he was taller, short, but he was old, like older, gray hair, super yeah. thin. Like he was so nasty. He's like, well, what are you going to do about it? I said, well, what, do you, what would you like me to do? The show's over. Do you want me to have them walk again for you? Like, don't you need like, well, well, I told people to put their phones in. I said, again, your image is not my problem. It sounds like, like a you problem. So nasty. It's, it's so crazy. And then like, again, but like a lot of the Paris and Heidi and all of these people, they know who, who the, the real photographers image are. guy is. They know yeah. who the real photographers are. And they, they like kiss and hug like, Hey, it's so good to see you. And like, right. we already, we know who they are too. And we know who the, like the basic the legit ones are so like, yeah. yeah. So we're like, Oh cool. This is this, this is that, whatever. And again, if you're nice, you get way more with sure. than Oh, a hundred percent. I'll never forget that one was uh, when Heidi Klum gave me her phone and she's like, can you do a pan of the front row for me? I was like, what? You're like, sure, queen. I would have taken so many pictures of myself and put them in her camera roll. Hey, um, I took it. I was like, here you go. But it was so funny because... You have so many people and like, it's still on our Instagram, but I was laughing and I was like, can I get a photo card? Like, <laughs> I was like, photo card by me. Tag me. Uh, and I was like, here you go. Here's a pan of the front row. But I was like, this is, I feel, I felt like a knucklehead doing that. But Okay. Excluding the blondes and a real fu- quick, you know, for non-fashion people who might be listening, the blondes are this couple, two men ish men, and they make costumes for Lady Gaga and a lot of fans. Stefani is like Gwen the Stefani, whole voice yeah. Stuff. And they don't do real clothes; they do stage costumes for people in the music industry. So their fashion show is off the chain. The, the one that the one that we went to, little little Kim came out and sang at the end. Like that's I remember how, that no, because we were in line because the show was supposed to start at nine o'clock, and it didn't. The first model didn't walk until ten forty-five. So we were yes, all in line for so long. That was a very long day for me. I, <laughs> I had a seat, like a ticket, ticket. And I went up to Jennifer and it was at this point, 10 o'clock and the doors are closed and she's at the front. And I, I don't know if celebrities weren't there or, or whatever, but I walk up to her and I, like I said, like, what the fuck is going on? Like it's an hour and the doors aren't even open. Like this is ridiculous. And she goes, no, you don't understand. She goes, I'm telling you this, but you can't tell anybody. Cause I didn't, I didn't even tell anybody before the show. I think like, I didn't, I don't even think I told Holly. She goes, Lil Kim is performing during the show. She just finished her rehearsal two minutes ago. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it was epic. I mean, everyone was on their feet. But the point is, besides the blondes, what has been your favorite designer or fashion show through the years? Oh, man. Well, that, uh, okay. But that's a, I would have to ask you to break that down. Like, are you talking about, like, Badgley uh, Miska did, did that, like, tea party thing? Oh, the 30th anniversary with the trees and the bottles of champagne. That was that lovely. was so the set was so beautiful I like and took just, a bottle of champagne home with me like literally downstairs not even yeah, kidding in the it, Uber like, home catered by like lottery and it was just it, so, it was lottery oh my god it, it was, was gorgeous so beautiful like that was just really really gorgeous and like, that was when I saw don't give no one access to a gift bag no right. don't, and they, no but they, <laughs> they did they did have a, the little perfume gift bag I gave you one of the Badgley Mishka perfumes that's what that was from Holly oh yeah I didn't want that. <laughs> I remember that show because I saw Carmen Electra and I literally said audibly and Fern Mouse, of course, was sitting next, sitting next to me, like right in front of me. And I go, oh my God, is that Carmen Electra? I thought she was dead. <laughs> oh my God, Nolan. And Fern You're just like... turns around and chuckles. I was like, because <laughs> that was the weirdest collection. It was like Alec Baldwin was sitting next to Caitlyn Jenner. And I was like, what a weird yeah. combo. What a and weird Hilaria, Alex's wife, used to be my yoga teacher a bazillion years ago, and I'm on Hilaria. I was there on their first date when they first when they met at Pure Food and Wine when Alec met Hilaria. <laughs> That's so funny. And like, so it's again, it's just a weird entanglement of it all. But that show, I just remember that show as far as like the set goes was just so beautiful and like so pretty, and it's just something different than just like here's my rows of things. Right, right. Have you met any designers? I mean, I'm sure you met all of them. Yeah, like you meet all of them, and you're just kind of like, oh, who was? I'm trying to remember even who it was. But Tom Brown came in, and he was trying to go backstage. Was it at Libertine? Because that's when I saw him I last. Think he that's was what there. It with, was, and I was, was just him like, and Cindy Crawford. I mean, not Cindy Crawford, Cindy Lauper, Cindy Taylor. And I was like, this is such a weird couple, but I yes, love yes, it. Yes, yeah. See, your memory is like even better. That, than no, mine. that was the year that I photobombed Paris Hilton. Like it was, so it was me. It was Gravy, and then me, and then Patrick Starr, the YouTuber guy, and then Paris Hilton. I was like, what the yes, hell is going I on? Like, I was like. I'm famous now. Look at me. That was the day my professor, the next day I went into class. My professor goes, I saw a picture of you. I was like, 
what do you mean? Like my Instagram? No, it was in fucking Daily Mail. There's <laughs> Paris and Patrick Starr. I'm in the background, like trying to find my seat. Oh, I'm in so many photos, but you see like my arm or my leg or my shoe or in like, there's one day I always wear like my big tool moment. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I loved ah. your big tool moment, your princess skirt moment. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh. and then I'm like, but it's, it's so good. And the, the girl from, um, little big town, she's just like, I just love uh, Kimberly. Is that her name? Kimberly the blonde with curly hair. And I was just she, like, I just love your hair. I'm like, I, I love you. I do want to say a little bit of Kimberly trivia. I don't know her last name, but she has a cooking show on mm. GAC that I have been watching lately. And she is the cutest thing ever. She's got amazing, an amazing esthetician. She has no wrinkles at all. She's beautiful. I'm not, I'm not saying she's not younger than me because let's keep it real. She probably is, but her hair is just her so hair good. is next level. Her hair product, her hair dresser, her esthetician. I mean, she's just a beautiful person. She had these gold over the knee sequence boots and a like white puffy sleeved dress. And she's just like, I just love your outfit. And I was like, girl, you, I'm like, she's I love you. pretty fabulous. Anyway, I, I like her a lot. Well, we've gone uh, over like the happy and like exciting moments, but I have a question for you. What are the most shocking and negative moments or crazy moments or like the people who have been nasty or you've just hated? Because I can think of too, like for me, I always thought everybody at fashion shows would be super well-behaved around, you know, A-list celebrities because a lot of the time when you work in fashion, like you're around them. Like I don't get super starstruck anymore. If it's like Beyonce, I'm like, holy shit, it's Beyonce. I'm not like, oh my God, I love you so much. I'm like, that's not right. Well, I thought everybody would be like that, but- Prabal Garang a couple years ago, it was the first time I went to his show. It was the year Cardi B and Offset came. And it was an that, absolute was like, nightmare. That was a nightmare. I'm sorry. Are you talking shit about Prabal Garang? I know you're no, not. No, no, no. It, wasn't no, 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 no. it was, everybody went crazy. It was right when Cardi like came onto the scene and was like, oh. really famous. Like, cause the season before she performed at Alexander Wang's party and that was amazing. But like, this was when she was really famous he lights a joint and starts smoking it during the show. So we're sitting there and I'm like, I'm, I smell weed. And again, friend Malice is next to me. I don't know how, like we had a buddy. Yeah, She's always, choosing to always. smell weed. Like, yeah. I'm like, I think Offset just lit a joint. That was show was crazy. So that we knew that they were coming and it was a big deal. They had their own security because he wears all of his like chains and stuff. So he has like a bazillion dollars worth of jewelry on at all times. Was he having a Mr. T moment? Always. <laughs> It looked it's good. Constant. I was just like, it was just like shiny. Um, and I was like, ooh, um, like follow the shiny things. <laughs> and they hadn't set up a green room. And so for me, uh, like on the back end of things, I was like, we need a bottle of Hennessy, a bottle of champagne, and we need pineapple juice and cranberry juice. And they're like, what? And I was like, this is what they're going to drink. <laughs> like, so here I am trying to do a makeshift thing. And they were upstairs. And so where the green room is, they can look onto the, the runway. And they were smoking so much weed up there and all of this stuff. And I was just like, whatever. So we get them downstairs and we get everybody situated and doing all of this kind of stuff. And it was just crazy. But they were like smoking weed, lights go down. And it was just like, let's smoke a joint while this happens. I mean, they have no shame. It's like, no, it's it's just like, it, but like they don't care. Either, yeah, they don't care. And like, what is, what's going to happen? And then that was the same show that... um that was when Katie Holmes just broke up with Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. and they had paid for her to come out there from LA to come out and do the show. And her publicist or manager, or whatever is the biggest see you next Tuesday on the planet. And I remember Katie, she came in like jeans and like, what kind of looked very frumpy. Like if she was going to go to like whole foods or something. And I was like, they spent all of this money. They're paying you to be here. They're paid for you to come out here and one, you look like shit. And I get it. You just broke up with your man, but like, hello, isn't like revenge body and face. Right. All that right. Supposed to be your thing. They were, I was like, ew, you're not. Well, I saw Katie Holmes and I knew who she was because she was the last, we went to the um, Zimmerman show and it was raining so hard. And I was like, oh, no one's going to be here. And there were no celebrities, no press. No photographer. I mean, there were some photographers, but not near like what you're used to dealing with. It was just not that many people came and it was a lot of their friends and family. But anyway, Katie Holmes came in and I couldn't believe how tall she was. She is skinny, mini and super tall. Yeah. I just was really surprised. And she came in. She was totally normal. Didn't have that much makeup. I mean, it was raining. So she was like wet a little bit, but she had on jeans and a white blouse. So she was very simple. 
we are going to start wrapping this up eventually, but I want people. I have one story to tell you though. That was the craziest story. I want your negative stories. Cause my favorite one is the one involving, involving the Trumps. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. So we, before we, cause Tiffany Trump come, would come to a lot of the different shows. She was friends with a lot of people. So we'd always get a heads up if, if she was coming and secret service would do their walkthrough and do all of that stuff. It was a Zang toy show. It was the last show of fashion. It was a, second to last show of the of fashion week. So I'm on my hundredth hour. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> Who's keeping track? Uh, I'm Who's tired. Track? I was like, cool. It's the last day. Woohoo. Like, and we're like second to last show. We've got this. And it was a Zane toy show. There was no, no announcement. No, nothing, nothing in security briefings and do all of this kind of stuff. And we get all of this information like hours before it all happens. And Donald Trump Jr. and Kimberly, what is her last name? Gilfoyle. Gilfoyle, Gilfoyle that nasty, nasty woman. Ooh, is that the blonde lady who was? No. She used to, it, be, she used to be married to Gavin Newsom. Okay, go ahead. No, she's gross. She's trash. She's the one who, Holly, you saw you saw her on the on the during the RNC. She was the one who was like screaming, don't let them kill your American dreams. <laughs> the one who did like six lines before she got up there. The crazy bitch one. Like she's fucking yeah. crazy. Three brain cells, truly. Nip tucked, sucked, and plumped, and all of the things. Ugh. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It, so it was Marla Maples, Donald Trump Jr., and Kimberly, whatever the last name is. What a weird trip. Like, <laughs> no, and I was just like, so you have the the owner of the security company, and we're like, oh, like we're scrambling. This is fucking nuts. And like everybody is figuring everything out. This is, it's such a good story because here I am trying to make sure, you know, everybody's like in their things and in their roles. And like, I'm like trying to make sure people aren't like barging against them. And I'm yelling at the secret service being like, do your fucking job. Like, and you know, you have well, no, so their many job is to make sure that like, they're yeah. really safe. Their job is to make sure they don't get killed. Let's be yeah. honest. And they like, were, they weren't doing, the doing anything, like anything to try to keep the crowds away or anything like that. And people are just trying to grab and touch and like, photos and all of this stuff like literally the entire everybody that was sitting down had gotten up and was like corralling around them well the Zhang Choi crowd it's a very republican crowd it's like a yes. very like MAGA racist uh, rich and old this people is crowd when they had he did like the American flag thing and he had um it was like the star spangled banner it was like oh is the pledge of allegiance started the show very weird very we're weird like, we're all like i can't even <laughs> happening um and then in the middle of this when i think nothing that, like, like a subtle side of racism with your clothes you're like hey um but this is <laughs> so out of the corner of my eye i see dr ruth come in and she's like a <gasps> nugget of a human Love. like she goes up to my belly button and yeah, like, yeah, people yeah. are yeah. like mobbing everywhere and i'm like screw this like there's enough people around that like donald right now to like keep him safe so i i get dr ruth and like literally put her into my arms like into my cu- my <laughs> so like safety tiny. cubbies this way oh, dr ruth this she's way so, she's and, so I, tiny. and she like gives me her little ticket and she's like here and i'm like okay i got you like come on come with me the guy doing a fashion interview oh, it's the tall skinny black guy that's all that has like the english accent the fashion yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. um so she like was walking and she like stopped and like looked at him as he's interviewing somebody and she just moves him out of the way like literally interrupts their their thing and just walks through the middle of them and i'm like laughing and so i go over there i get dr ruth sit down and she like she like gives me kind of like a hug and i'm like oh my god this is the best moment of my life <laughs> and then i she's like i'm like are you good are you good and she's like gives me a thumbs up and i'm like all right i got you and then i run back over to fucking donald and marla and every they're taking photos and they're you know all of these things mind you the head of the owner of the security company is losing his shit because he's just like we didn't have any uh, information of this img now is like steaming and it's pissed off in his back yelling at Zang Toy. And Zang Toy knew the whole time that they were coming and it was a publicity stunt to get this like big buzz off, off of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you have, um, so we get the show started, all of these things. It's it's absolutely not. So you have- Because they shut down access to the building at one point to make sure everybody was in their seats. Like they shut, because one of my friends was in line, I was like, they literally just won't let a single person in or out of the building right now. Yeah, it was nuts. And so he, this owner of the security company goes, comes up to me and is just like, you got this. And I'm like, okay. And so here I'm left in charge of <laughs> guarding these people. You're left in charge of Tweedledee and Tweedledum ass racist. Okay. Oh, and I was just like, this is nuts. This is crazy. This is crazy. So there's so many photos of me and Mikey uh, and my face is just 
like exhausted and disdained. I'm just like, I can't believe this just happened on my life. Like literally it was like the end of the week and we're like, the light, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and here's this. And then we had to, you know, once like the lights go back, you know, they do their walk around and it was a weird American flat. I've never had people and like people stood up for like the pledge of allegiance while the models that were walking. That's so was, rando. I'm sorry. That's just so. Same toy is like from China or something. No, I know. Asia. And, and my <laughs> mother, my mother's been on the retail floor for a long time and she sells high end and she's met him several times and they've been friends for years. I mean, when I used to term friends loosely, but they, she used to do his trunk shows and he's, he's just, he's, he's a little strange. I mean, he's a little strange. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Um, well, so during the show, you have the heads of IMG literally ripping Zang Toy a new asshole as this is all going on. And so we actually, you know, once the lights go up and everybody kind of bought like mobs the doors to get out to go to the next show or do whatever. And so we had to keep try to keep everybody seated to get them out as I'm trying to get them to go backstage. But we had to go instead of going, you know, walking towards you know, just walking directly back towards the stage, we had to walk outside the venue out of the gallery and into the back. So we get them and like, we all had her, like I had Marla Maples and she's just like, I hope this isn't a kidnapping. <laughs> and like, I was like, she's like, I'm going with you, right? And this isn't a kidnapping, right? And I was just like, ha ha ha, no, come on, come on, just go, just get backstage. As long as no one runs over Dr. Ruth, that's all I care about. Oh, Somehow Dr. Ruth just went un unscathed and went just, she had watched, she was already backstage by the time I got back there. I'm like, how'd you do that? <laughs> That's that hilarious. Like, That's that hilarious. Don't kill me, but we have to wrap. I mean, I nope, we it. can that's talk it. forever. You are so interesting and so full of fun stories and good information. I want you to tell people where they can find you now. What is your website? How can we get in touch with you? You can get in touch with me. You can, uh, or, you know, Instagram, Jennifer Hazard or jenniferhazard.com. My podcast, when it does come out, will be called Sexcapades. Nice. Um, and my book that I'm writing is called Sexcapades and hospitality days so it all intertwines into each can other can we please have a virtual book signing and noel and i will be first in line you can sign our copies one trillion percent i mean noli how fun would that be i'm totally here for it we i mean I, that would be amazing jennifer will you come back to the fashion crimes podcast we have a part two because i totally listen to your part two because let's be honest you have eighty thousand more stories and who doesn't want to listen to this I was like, we can, we can have a part two, three, four, five, Ugh, we can just keep on going. Like we can be like fast and furious. You have, are like, the best. The thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much for telling us and entertaining us and making us laugh. And I haven't seen you in so long. We have to do lunch. We have to do cocktails. I mean, this has been so fun. Folks, stay tuned. We're not done with Jennifer. Now we got our claws in her. Now she's going to be hard for her to, to like, to like. She's not escaping now. Yeah. Sorry, we will not stuck. be ignored. Sorry. We will, Nolan and I, we will not be ignored. We love you. Thank you so much. And um, I hope that you guys connect with us. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We are Fashion Crimes P on Twitter. And we love you. And we love Jennifer. And we are so excited to have her back. This is Fashion Crimes Podcast. And we are out. I'm Holly Katz, and you've been listening to Fashion Crimes Podcast. You can follow Fashion Crimes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Do us a solid and go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week as we investigate, discover, and laugh hysterically at ourselves and other people. Thank you for listening.